Okay, that was a lot of fun. But Andrew, um, I'm not trying to have. T- what am I doing? <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. Welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. You gotta you gotta you gotta trim that overgrown lawn of friends, Andrew, and then get back to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, your friends are just a bunch well, think of your friends as weeds, you know? Weeds. Um you don't really need them there. They're just cluttering things up, making it look all, you know, yeah. messy. So go ahead and so what I'm saying is spray your friends with weed killer and uh, then <laughs> yeah. spare one of them. <laughs> Legal disclaimer. Do not try any of the following at home. Uh, get some get some Roundup and uh, spray it in their eyes, and then uh, come this is right go- back I'm gonna to have us. to put I'm gonna have to put the legal disclaimer right here in the beginning. <laughs> this has got to be the earliest in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> earliest uh, instance of the legal disclaimer in in our in our the history of our podcast. Andrew, can't stress enough: yeah, do fine. not spray human beings with weed killer. <laughs> um, but you know we're using that analogy, folks, because today we're covering the two player game Turf War. Turf War. I, the whole I keep calling it Turf Wars. I'm too much of a Star Wars fan. Uh, yeah. Turf War, singular. It's just one Turf War that's happening. Um, but yeah, this is a new game. This is I. I think this breaks the record, right, Pete? For games we've covered, this is the newest, freshest. I think so. Game. I think so, Andrew. Because honestly, even at the time that this uh, you know um, episode comes out, we are going to be just on the cusp of this game even being available to the general public, to people who didn't back the Kickstarter. Yeah, at the time of this recording, the game is not officially out. It's on pre-order right now, so it will be just coming out when this this episode Mm -hmm, comes out. mm -hmm. So, hey, synchronicity there. There we go. And and Andrew, this is a two-player kind of like card game where you duel your opponent by trying to sway the most neighbors by having the best lawn hence turf war baby and andrew if you had to sum up this game turf war in one sentence how would you do it one sentence explanations well okay fine you you pull my arm i will uh sum this game up in one sentence and i will say that turf war is a disturbing look into how petty people can be yeah turf war yeah, I like uh, that. I like that. Yep. It's all about uh, having the best lawn because, you know, honestly, in real life, who cares? And uh, some of these people can be swayed in some ways that are, uh, you know, not so great. And also, <laughs> um, a big mechanic of the game is sabotaging your neighbor's lawn. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Letting some pests out in their lawn, uh, which seems like a lot of work to me. But, hey, you know. Um <laughs> When you're it's, hey, it's listen. When you're game. when you're petty, you know you 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 wake up early and grind. That you know what I mean on the petty. <laughs> you're on the petty grind early. You know what I mean, Andrew. Yes. I would say the game of turf war is a cutthroat game of lawn care that will have you never looking at your neighbors the same again. That's true. You're <laughs> That's always gonna true. you're always gonna you're gonna see a weed and go did but did this did they put that here? You know what I mean. You're gonna you're gonna see. A, gof- <laughs> a, a gopher in your backyard, and you're going to go, 
who, you know, you're going to corner the gopher and go, who put you up to this? Who put you up to this? Who hired you? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> who hired you? Was it, was it the guy here on the left or was it the gal on the right? You know, let me know. Um, you're, you're always, you're always going to be paranoid after playing this one. This, this game reminds me, this is a little sidetrack here, but this, it reminds me, um, Kids who grew up in the 90s who watched Nickelodeon remember this show. Uh, from your namesake, Pete, the show called Pete and Pete. Oh, yeah. Uh, about two brothers named Pete. You remember yeah, that I was, show? Yeah, I was named um, after that show. Yeah, yeah. My you were named were, after this show. We're big Pete and Pete fans. Right, I knew it. I knew it. Um, yeah, too bad they didn't name your other brother Pete. Um, but uh, there was at they least only one liked, They only liked one think... of the Pete's on the show. Which one do you think it was? <laughs> It was like a running gag on the show that the dad was like obsessed with having the best lawn and he would go out and cut it with scissors oh, and like yeah. measure it and stuff like that. And would have a competition with the guy across the street. And um, there was one episode where the young Pete got grounded because he, <laughs> he, he turned on a humidifier and a dehumidifier at the same time on the front lawn and they exploded. Um <clears throat> And made a, big, made a big scorch mark in it. But anyway, throughout the episode, I think it's the same episode, he tried to escape his grounding by digging a tunnel from the basement underneath the lawn to the neighbor's lawn and, like, popped up and, like, ruined the neighbor's lawn and then saved the day. And so it's, it's fun. it was a funny show. It's still uh, a funny show. I watched it as an adult, and it's still good. Well, so that's and we're going to go ahead is. and say we are 90% sure that two people should watch Pete and Pete. Thanks, everybody. Oh. That's been a nice one. Uh, we'll catch Dude, you next I week. I really... Okay, yes. Let's let's end... This is the last episode of this podcast. We're starting a <laughs> Pete and Pete podcast. I, <laughs> I definitely would do that. It's Yeah, it's going to be called Pete and Andrew... And and it's a it's a take Although, it's a take on Pete and Pete, but no one will understand until they read the blurb about what the podcast is about. <laughs> actually, those two the two Petes, Danny Tamborelli and the older Pete, I forget his name now. Oh, uh, mm. uh, they the, the two of them actually have a podcast now. Um, oh yeah, that, I don't know if they I don't know if they still do it, but it was very popular. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing it for a while. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, they are very much. They are not like your typical. Uh, well, not typical, but they are. They are not your, you know, Hollywood drama story about like uh, child actors who, right, explode or whatever. They they right. are. They're still around, and they both seem, you know, fairly grounded and yada yada yada. And they are, they are still adjacent to like the comedy community and stuff like that. And they just kind of do their thing on right. on kind of under the radar. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's, back not, to that's not how I want to go out. I want to go out in a blaze of glory, Andrew. As soon as this, uh, as soon as this podcast gets big, I'm about to do a ton of drugs and then just maybe, <laughs> maybe crash my car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, okay. Uh, uh, yep. Sounds good. I'll have no friends then. All right. Yeah, um... yeah, yeah. So good luck with that. I'll leave you a friend in my will or something like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll name your next friend in my in my will. Andrew, <laughs> let's talk about what this game is and what it do. Okay? So what it is, it's it's an extremely compact game. They're very small square cards. Uh, and he and the designer did the it on smallest. purpose, so it's very portable, you know. Um It's like the smallest game I've seen, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Know, yeah, I, pretty much. I might not be remembering it. Very yeah. small box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is like uh mm, what would you even say? the like half a half a cheese block i'm trying i'm trying to trying to trying to think of what to compare this thing to it's smaller than it's smaller than like a post-it uh block i would say but you know a block of post-it yeah blocks, you know I mean? like a pack of post-its it depends yeah. they come in different sizes but yeah it's um, like a post-it um, but there's and yet there's a there's it's packed with you know a ton of cards in there um which is great a lot of variety and so basically in the game 
you you each have like a lawn and and you put out um nine squares of dirt a three by three grid of dirt basically Mm -hmm. and you can um water those those dirt patches turn them in the grass flip them over turn them in the grass and then you can build things on that uh you have a garage that you put all of your tools into and take them out and use them you've got uh, you've got the ability to uh, stay home and play cards out of your hand into your yard and kind of build your yard up or you can f- you know flip your status over and be away going to work and making money and buying things from a store that you will then return home whenever you want to to take them out of the garage and play them from your hand into your lawn and that's really like you just keep going back and forth like that until someone can start satisfying the requirements to sway one of the five neighbors that are set out at the beginning of the game. Um, and yeah, so these just, are, these are randomly set out. So there's more than yeah. five in the game. You just yeah. pick five from the neighbor deck and mm-hmm. they all have different, they all have different requirements. They all like different things, which I, I like the, all the neighbors have different personalities. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. There's a, there's a kid that loves bugs. And so you get him by having the most bugs in your yard. You know, there's uh, there's rich guys who, who you can bribe by just giving money straight up that you make from working. Um, there's people who are like almost like photographers who like love when you have a bunch of really nice ornaments in your backyard, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's one lady who like loves plants, so if you have a certain number of plants, then she'll be swayed to yep. yours. So you're yep. trying to. Every game is different um, because well, the things that come into the store are different. You're always replacing things in right. the store. Um, but the neighbor, that the big thing is that the neighbors are going to be different every time. So yep. your strategy really changes every time. Um, and there's five, right? So once the f- you start swaying them to your side and you kind of take them once you're the first person to meet that requirement for that neighbor, mm-hmm. and then once all five have been swayed, the game is immediately over and you count up your victory points. And you count up your points. And theoretically, even if you don't have the most neighbor swayed, you could still win if your yard just has a lot of points in it. You know what I mean? But the yeah, neighbors are kind of generally worth the most you know points flat out you know what i mean so yeah. it's kind of an interesting balancing strategy of like you're st- you know if somebody starts getting a lot of neighbors you're not necessarily out of the game um but you do have to kind of change change your your strategy at that point well and and another big thing i feel like we've uh man i was i should have looked this up before and i feel like we've played other games with this with this type of strategy where you are in control of when the game ends. So, um, yeah, you, you can know speed it up be- or slow it down. Right. If you know that you're behind and you know that swaying the last neighbor is, you're going to lose if you end the game right by swaying that last neighbor. You might not want to sway that last neighbor. You might want to, right. um, you know, get get more stuff for your lawn. You know, try and hope to get more things before your opponent can. So, there's a little bit of strategy in that as well. It's kind of like counting up how many points does does uh, my opponent have and how many points do i have right now yeah exactly exactly it's kind of reminds me of uh the main thing i think of when we think of that mechanic where speeding up and slowing down is is always uh, lost cities i love that element of oh that, that's what it is yeah. yeah i always love that element where it's like mm, actually i need a little more time i'm gonna slow it down or like i want this over right now i'm gonna speed it up yeah, right. um, and and yeah, like you said, I mean, one of the things I, I like the most about this game is just how much variety is packed into it. Every single game, you're going to have a new mix of neighbors uh, along with a new mix of 
uh, things that are available in the store and when they come out in the store and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it's it's just now, always always different. Uh, you just have to now plan, one thing we should plan a strategy based on what gets said out there. Yeah, one thing we should definitely say uh, is that, um, and we we were saying this as we we're playing the game. The theme is obviously uh, very strong in this one, and yeah, the cards themselves are kind of linked. Like the action that happens with the card is linked to the item that's on the card. I feel like very yeah. very nicely, you know. Yes, exactly. This is uh, the the theme is applied masterfully, I think, honestly, where it's like, um, you know, you like for instance. You might buy a tool that is a crowbar, and then what the crowbar does is it allows you to break into your opponent's garage, but only at night. Um, you know what I mean? When you know when they're away or or something of that nature, because if you were to really use a crowbar on your you know neighbor's garage and they were home, they would probably call the police on you. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. <laughs> right. Um, and so yeah, and and so it's like the like you said, the actions that you can do with these tools. Uh, are not abstract. They are they are very grounded right. in what how you would actually use them in in real life, which I think is very cool. But it, it's yeah. But it was kind of like it doesn't say that on the card. It doesn't say like oh you break into your neighbor's. It, all it says is you know the crowbar allows you to take an item from your neighbor's garage. Mm-hmm. And and when you're when you're reading that instantly it clicks. You're like oh because you're breaking in. That's so funny. That's great. Yep. You know, like yep. um, So yep. all the cards are like that where you're. It's kind of obvious how they're linked to, right. you know, whatever. Like if or, you have, uh, what is it, the pool, right? If you have a pool, you're allowed to like sway one of the neighbors like right away with the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. Or if you have like a really expensive grill, it impresses them, and you can like right. bypass their, you know, they are um, requirement and just and they're, yeah. you know, what I mean, and you can just kind of like put more money into your grill basically, and they'll just instantly come over. Um, or like there's like an item that's like a birdhouse, and if you set a birdhouse out in a in a yard. It will instantly attract all like pests that are, uh, you know, either in the store or in the trash at that point, Um, which is kind of interesting because it's like you put a birdhouse out. Suddenly you're getting all sorts of things, squirrels, you know, what I mean, that kind of stuff. It's like um, it's it's just clear that, you know, they put a lot of thought into the development of this game and with the theme in mind. You know what I mean? They didn't they didn't develop the game and then pick a theme. They did it all at the same time. And that's that's very evident. Well, and it's also kind of kind of funny too because you know there yeah. there are some silly ones in there like there's a catapult you know where yeah. you can um, <laughs> you can use that when your neighbor's away to destroy things in their yard and right. you know, take out cards and things like that. Right, I would so, say and... the 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 overall um, you know vibe of the game is zany. You know what I mean? Like it is. Yeah, right. The the card art is cartoony and really nice looking in my opinion. Um, and, and so it's just a very light, you know, wacky, um, game basically, uh, of, uh, but grounded in the reality of like, you know, suburban lawn care. So it's, uh, it's a good mix. It kind of reminds me a little bit like that, like, uh, Munchkin, which we've mentioned before where the cards are, they don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, Munchkin Mm -hmm. is maybe a little bit more silly than this one. This one's Mm -hmm. not quite as zany as that one, but kind of the same Vibe, well, and and Munchkin um, sometimes sometimes fails more because it tries a little bit harder. You know, what I mean, whereas this one is a right. little bit more subtle, yes. and and so it's uh, it's it's cooler. This honestly. one doesn't have jokes on it. It's more just like yeah. you kind of just yeah. It just this. It just is funny that, that that all this stuff is happening. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> that you're releasing, uh, you know, sw- uh, swarms of mosquitoes yeah. and uh, termites on your yeah. You know, that's kind. That's kind of that's what I find funny. 
Andrew, yeah. um, but so speaking of development of this game, tell me a little bit more about how it even came to be. Well, now, um, this is kind of a rare one for our uh, show here because uh, just about everything that I learned about the uh, history of this game came directly from the designer of this game. This is coming right from well. the designer's uh, mouth right here, right wow, from wow, the designer's wow, wow. keyboard. Sent, sent an email and said, hey, tell me how you designed this game. So <laughs> wow, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool that he would take his time. And I want to apologize right now to Dan Nichols because he wrote a very lengthy uh, history of this game. And uh, I honestly am just going to kind of sum it up for you. You're going to boil um, it down <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, I'll say this. If listeners want a little bit more in-depth of a talk with Dan, go ahead and, uh, you know, go back to our bonus episode where we do an interview with Dan about the game. And if you want an even more in-depth talk uh, that we have with Dan, (laughs) go ahead and uh, fork over a little bit of that cashola, you know what I mean, Uh, and uh, join our Patreon where you'll find even more of uh, of our talks with, with Dan. We we are much like some of the neighbors in this game, where we can be swayed just by a bribe. You know, yep. that's uh, right. We're we're like that guy. Max if you bribe us, i.e., sign up for our Patreon, you know, you will sway us, i.e., uh, get a bunch of bonus content from us. <laughs> yes, you get a bunch of bonus content from us. That's swaying us. Which is how you, you win, win the, game. the game, baby. Yes. But anyway, speaking of Dan, you know, uh, let take that. Don't give him too much, is what I'll say, Andrew, because I want them to have to, you know, go back and check out that that old oh, those older nice. interviews. There you go. Dan Nichols uh, released this game in this year, twenty twenty two, from G- uh, Gad About Games, which is his game company uh, mm-hmm. and first game that he's designed, by the way. And uh, so. I, I maybe we've covered this in our previous episode, but I'll go through it quick here. When he was in college, he had to design a, a video game for a class project and been messing around a lot with uh, mods of a game called Warcraft 3, which yeah. um, may not seem like it's related to this game, but actually it's kind of similar in the fact that you send out these workers to go, like, you know, work in the mines and get your resources. Work's uh, done. But they're. Right. They're also the people who are going to be defending your town if you get attacked. So this yeah. home and away uh, mechanic kind of comes from that, where it's like, you know, if, if you're out, you might want to go out and get stuff, but you also don't want to leave your home defenseless, you know, so you got to bring mm-hmm. people back at some point to defend. So that's kind of where he got this idea. And he was, he was, got him thinking about like, oh, what if this was like, um, they were your neighbor and you could mess with your neighbor um, you know, and kind of sabotage their lawn, that kind of thing. So he, this was his idea for the video game project. And this idea probably got shot down by his uh, classmates. And so mm. they made some sort of street street fighter type of game instead. <laughs> um, but he still had the idea. So several years went by and um, started getting back into Magic the Gathering, which he had been a fan of when he was a kid, Ooh. and had even made some custom cards back when he was a kid. So I feel like the game oh, design yeah. has always kind of been there. Um and uh, started getting in more into tabletop games just in general, specifically a game called Dominion. Some of you may have heard mm-hmm, about that one out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, Classic. Yeah, started making custom Dominion cards for people as gifts. Wow, so, um, the nerd is strong <laughs> with this one, Andrew. Yeah, the nerd is strong with this one. Uh, so then 2020 happened. Uh, so yeah, rest in trash 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the pandemic uh, started. And so his pandemic project, many people were you know, baking bread, uh, he decided to design a board game uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. while he was in quarantine. And so in the first version, 
it was he took this this old idea and it was you were tr- you were in a best lawn competition you're trying to sway judges mm. and the I thought this is interesting the judges actually were all characters from the show King of the Hill by the way really um, yes I guess they couldn't get the licensing for that one I don't know yeah um, but I used to I used to watch that show back in the day it oh, was yeah. always kind of relaxing that would be that would be my go to show that I would watch as I was trying to fall asleep probably when I was like back in college or really? something like that yeah. because they. Yeah, because they talk real slow. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, not that exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but the game was calendar-based. So it was after a certain number of turns, the game would end. I think it was okay. like 10 turns. And so um, most of the main things that we like about the game were there, but it was like a little too fiddly, and the game would just take too long to play. kind of reminded me of how I felt about uh, that game, La Havre, you know, uh, oh. where it's just like, the game has so many The Hover Inland and Port, specifically, the two-player Inland version, Port, right? Inland Port, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Inland Port. Um, yeah, I've never, I would never touch La Havre. Come on, that's garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only Inland Port around here. <laughs> um, but it, he said it was just too long. So the big change came with, like, the neighbors, and then the game would end when all the neighbors were made. So so you can have a game that's real short, uh, or you could have a game that's real long. You know, you never know how long this right. game's going to go. Um. But even still, with that change, he said like uh, buying things from the store was a little bit unsatisfying because you just like you just buy it and then put it in your lawn. So the next big uh, change to the game was the garage. It kind of served as like a little delayed, you know, gratification kind of thing, a little delayed deck builder element in there. So right, it, it also you know would work really well with the home and away mechanic because it's like you, it gives you that like. Uh, shields down moment as he calls it where like you're away and so I can kind of be attacked by my neighbor mm-hmm. and I can't use stuff until I come home but I can't buy stuff when I'm at home so right. it's you know you have to go away but also you have to come back home yep um, very clever and so then it was just like tweaking you know just adding the they added the dirt to the grass thing made it three by three rest was just kind of fine tuning and balancing which apparently making a game he says making a game balanced is kind of like a big big part of development it's just like making those little tweaks um yep. and we even saw this in uh full transparency we were sent a demo version of this a physical copy um yeah. that was different from the final version which we played online right mm-hmm. uh because mm-hmm. even up until that last that last moment you're still making tweaks to the game yeah exactly yeah so. i remember um dan kind of gave us a, a small list of things that had changed from from even from the prototype that we got that was I mean, Andrew and I both agreed. We were like, this looks like a finished game. This looks like you could sell this in the yeah. store. This looks great. Um, and, but but even even after that printing of that prototype, they still yet made even more change. Like, if it were me, let me put it this way. If it were me and it was that finished, I'd be like, oh, I don't care. I ain't going to. What am I going <laughs> to still work on this? You know what I mean? And yet, you know, because they're good at what they do, you know, uh, the company got yeah, right. about, you know, Dan, they, they, they did even more improvements on it. And so there were little things like, you know, uh, hey, we learned that like this one, you have to you have to like discard this one after you use it because if you just keep being able to use it, it's too powerful. That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that and that's the only that's that's the kind of thing you only learn from playtesting over and over and over again. And just suddenly right. you have all these reports where it's like, yeah, I just kept winning with this one card. You know, kind of thing. And they're like, all right, we have to right. nerf, nerf it basically. Right. Um, and then the only thing, other thing I have here is that the artwork, um, I, this was really surprising to me. Tell me what you think about this was, uh, he got artwork licensed from 25 to 30 different artists. Whoa. um, No, I didn't, I would not have thought that. 
it all looks very, you know, the same. It looks like it's all done by yeah. one person. But yes. um, this, I, apparently it's like, hey, I need a picture of a grill. And, you know, somebody. Ah, you know, uh, like, okay. Yeah, I got you. So maybe the humans maybe was all the same person, but then all the items might have been different people. Interesting. Maybe. I maybe, don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I, interesting. Well, I, maybe it, we've. It looks good. Hey, you no know what? Maybe what? we've even talked. Maybe we've even talked to Dan about this in that episode. I don't know. Maybe you <laughs> oh, go back and listen to it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. The space-time continuum is really weird, Pete. You know, it's just really yeah. weird how those things work out. Yeah, I'm anyway, always um, kind of playing a constant, uh, you know, uh, looper uh, type scenario in my head where I'm just coming back to kill myself in the past. Is that what looper is? Isn't that what looper is? <laughs> Well, that does happen. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, that does happen. In the, Oops, sorry. He does try and come back and kill himself. Um, that's, I forget. Oh, man, I just watched that not too long ago. It's like yeah. in the future, they come back it's and a they good movie. criminals or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, something good. like that. It was very good. Never, it probably probably no, never it. watched it again in my life, but uh, if it's on, I'll watch it. You know what I mean? It was good. You know what it reminds me of? Actually, no, more, better than that one because that's purposeful. This is uh, this is more like The Time Traveler's Wife. You ever? I think that was based on a book. Um, you ever hmm. seen that movie? That's no, more like a never seen it. romantic type of movie, but uh, it's this guy who like has this, I guess it's like a genetic thing where he like, he just can't help it where he'll he'll time travel spontaneously to different parts of his life and like you know falls in love with this lady but then he knows different things about their future and all this stuff so oh wow um yeah it's crazy it's a cool movie hmm. anyway um last year they ran a kick six very successful kickstarter and yeah. uh, so the rest is um well i was gonna say the rest is history but actually the rest is future at this point because it's mm. just starting out so yeah We'll see. We'll see how it yeah, does. Yeah, so it's still um, which, still super fresh. So even if you didn't, uh, you know, get a chance to jump on the Kickstarter, hey, you're in luck because you, you know you're about to be able to get your hands on that bad boy. That's right. Um, and that got me thinking, Pete. Uh, you know, normally right after this, we kind of go into a segment that's pretty popular on this show. It's called Review on This. Um, mm. Do we do we do we even have reviews to review on this this week? Well, Andrew, let me just go ahead and. Uh, Go to my papers here and review on this. Review on this. Ooh, we could not skip a review on this, even mm-hmm. for a brand new game. Still yeah, Andrew. I love it. As you know, um, this is the segment where we go ahead and read people's reviews of the game we're covering on the internet, and we assume what their life is like, and more often than not, we just go ahead and say, this person is wacky, you know what I mean? Uh, I can't wait to see what kind of wacky people This person's a wackadoo, you know what I mean? Um, And uh, so I figured I'd get right into some of these. Like you said, this game has not been released yet at the time of the recording, so there really aren't a ton of, you know, wild reviews from Joe Schmo on the street or whatnot, but they do have some reviews on their website, that we can carve into Andrew from folks who have played the game in advance. So okay. figured we'd get right Can't into wait. those. This person says, Turf War's a quick game, so if you lose or you get beat up in one of your games, you're going to want a rematch. Uh, well, a- well, Andrew, that one... Okay, that one's just correct, actually. That one's not... Uh, yeah. Kind of not... That, one, um, that one's not out there. There's not really anything to make fun of with that one. Well, assume what their life is like, right? Uh, that sounds like a... 
person who leaves reasonable reviews for board games. Sounds like a good reviewer to me is probably what their life is like. Okay, but we'll get right into this next one here, Andrew. Uh, Turf War is a very relatable game. It's easy for me as a dad who has a lawn to think about getting rid of the weeds and building things up. It is a super thematic game. Okay, Andrew. Well, this is another one that's not really just—it's not crazy at all. It's just kind of just kind of accurate. Right. I'm just waiting for you to kind of say like, "Hey, bud." Um, hey, bud. Yeah. I'm. Well, I'm waiting for a review that's like, that's a- "Turf War" is kind of a big toilet that my wife sits on, or whatever. And then we're like, "Uh, hey, bud." <laughs> you know what I mean? Too much information. You know what I mean? But. Neither of those have been like that so far. They've all just been. Kind that was of, a good. That was a good review. That, that was, was actually pretty, just a good review of the game. So, all right. Well, yeah. how about this next one, Andrew? This person says this Turf one's War. Be good. Yeah, it, I bet. I bet this one's gonna be good. Turf War feels different from any other card game out there, and will be one I throw in my purse often for a game at the brewery. Okay. Well, Andrew, this this <laughs> is also correct, and they also seem normal. So. Uh, yep. I guess, uh, hey. I, you know, I guess, Andrew, I guess this is just what happens when only sane people uh, review games ahead of time. No, I mean, this is these reviews were so sane that I'd say that this is just insane. I'm used to I'm used to yeah. crazy reviews. And yeah. all these normal reviews are making me think these people are not. You're supposed to leave crazy reviews on the Internet, people. OK, stop leaving such normal reviews. These reviews are making me feel sane. They're sane. <laughs> or whatever, whatever that George Costanza. These, these reviews. How thirsty are these reviews? I'm making me thirsty for thirsty for crazy reviews. Well, these are all just good reviews from people who are good at reviewing. So, Andrew, I guess we can just go ahead and uh, we'll have to wait for more in- crazy people to get their hands on this game. Uh, won't be long, I'm sure. Won't be long now. Hey, you know what? You know what would be fun, though? If we, um, maybe in a while, when there are some crazy Revisit. reviews online, we could... Yeah, yeah. That, that's a bonus a episode. Idea. That's a bonus episode. Save that bonus, for the maybe, a, maybe, yeah, maybe save it for the Patreon. Maybe you're gonna, you're gonna want to sign up. Maybe start mm-hmm. saving your money now. <laughs> Andrew, speaking of slapping my money down on something, uh, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a therapy session after, after that one, because like you said, too many sane reviews makes me go insane. Too, uh, too much work makes Jack a dull boy. What is the uh, shining thing? Too, too much. All, work all work and, all... and no play. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Is that what it is? Anyway, I Andrew, know. I think you know exactly what I'm getting at without me having to get it accurate. Okay, how about that? Why don't we just go ahead and not act like I have to get the quote right? Oh, uh, that I think my therapist might have already arrived in the meantime, Andrew. I kind of ordered him on the internet. Yep, <laughs> yep. Looking at looking at the Ring app on your phone, and it looks like the person who's ringing your doorbell is. Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane brought to you by Uber Therapist. Um, <laughs> no. Now available in Andrew, don't act like that ain't a thing or will be a thing soon <laughs> in our dystopian post-capitalist nightmare. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Um, yeah, Dr. Fraser Crane, of course, is here to help us count down the top ten phrases that you'll hear someone say while playing this game of Turf War. Number ten. Hey, morning, Florence. Uh, yeah, take a look. Just expanded the lawn. Plenty of room for activities. Yeah, feel free to stop by. Check it out when you get a chance. Number nine. You're going to be pushing up daisies, and then I'm going to step on those. 
Number eight. Hey, good morning, Edith. Yeah, check out my new catapult. Yeah, cost me a fortune. All right, yep. Feel free to stop stop by and check it out sometime. Number seven. I'm gonna use your bones for fertilizer. Number six. Hey, good morning, Arthur. How's it going? Check out the new grill. Yeah, I'm probably gonna pull it out. Uh, put it next to the fountain, probably. I think so. Uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta get over for a barbecue this weekend. So come on over. Number five. I'm gonna bury you six feet under my new fountain. Number four. Hey, Dennis. How's it hanging? Yep. Check out the new uh, termite colony I got. Yeah, just got it. Right. It's pretty nice. I I think it really complements the pigeons and the moles. So feel free to stop by and uh, you know check it out when you get a chance. Number three. I'm gonna cut the brake lines on your riding mower. Number two. Hey, hey, Maximilian, the Maxman. All right. Yeah, you like the new lawn? Yeah. No. Okay, well, here's 20 bucks. What do you think now? Number one. Remember to save some room in your yard for your own grave. Hey, everybody listening out there in podcast land. Uh, We're going to take a little quick commercial break here in the middle of our show to give you a commercial about us. Um, And I'm talking about Patreon. Now, what's Patreon? (laughs) Patreon is a place where you can go to be part of our Two Can Play That Game podcast community and also, you know, give us a little donation to say, hey, thanks for the podcast and keep up the good work, that kind of thing. Um, but Yeah, that's right. You know, as a reward for signing up, we give you all kinds of great bonus content and all kinds of other fun stuff. It's so much stuff, Pete, that I can't even keep track of it. It's all. It's just like so wow, much wow. crazy stuff. And you know what? I just want to real quick apologize and say Andrew didn't mean it when he gave it that real cocky laugh when he said, what's Patreon? <laughs> You know what I mean? He wasn't really laughing at you uh, because we do love you out there. And and to prove it to you, if you join our Patreon, we love you so much. We're going to give you all sorts of stuff. Andrew, let's go ahead and rapid fire these levels for you, baby. The very first level, it only costs $2 a month. Come on, that's less than a cup of coffee once a month. Are you kidding me? You know, you're going to get all sorts of monthly bonus Patreon-only episodes. You're going to get private streams of us that you can look at. You're going to get access to our Discord. You're going to get entries into our grand prize pulling to be a guest. If you got the next level up, you can become a Candyland Duel playtester. That's right. We created the board game Candyland Duel, and we want you to playtest it. And you're going to also get more entries. It's a real game. You're also going to get more entries. You're also going to get everything from that uh, first level. Uh, you got the next level. You're getting pogs. We send you pogs that are based on episodes, inside jokes, etc. We we crank out six new pogs every month and send them to you. We mail them to you. In the mail. Um, real pogs. In the mail. Support the USPS. DeJoy can take a hike. Uh, and then, of course, you get everything else that came before it for free. Now, Andrew, if you want to go to the $69 level, well, that's wow. just funny. That's a funny number. We all love that number, and that means for that kind of money, you get to play one free monthly game night with us, you know, uh, every month. Plus, you get so many more entries in the old uh, contest bowling, and you get everything else that came before it. And heck, it's that's such a funny idea. Why don't we do it again, Andrew? There's a $420 level. That's the other funny number. Wow. And, uh, you know, you get the kind of the same thing as the 69 level. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, but if you're just too slow, you got to choose that one. Because each of those levels, there can only be one person who does it. Speaking of, there can only be one person who does it. The top of the level, the top tier, is $3,000 a month, Andrew. You're crazy to do it. But I know, I know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that's only the cost of, you know, uh, a thousand coffees. You know what I mean? Um, Andrew... <laughs> Uh, I know y'all be drinking a thousand coffees in a month. 
This is the one where you are officially, canonically, our third friend. It changes the entire podcast, you know? Well, uh, that's that's the level where we basically change the whole show to, to include you, you know? So, uh, plus, obviously, you get everything else that came before it. It's insane. All this value, I mean, value with a capital V, Andrew, can be yours, you know, from the uh, from $2 all the way up to $3,000. Come on. Who loves you, baby? That sounds great. I want to sign up. Where can I sign up, Pete? Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash two can play that game podcast. All right. That's a great, but uh, we got to get back to the show now. Okay. Love break. Yeah, that's right. It's time for a love break. Love break, baby. Love break. Baby, uh, Andrew, of course, break. this is uh, oh. this is our segment where every episode we go ahead and take one more turn in our ongoing game of Fog of Love. So, Andrew, I believe it is your turn to play a scene into our chapter we're still in the first chapter here of our relationship andrew and just to bring everybody up yeah. to speed i'm a big burly flower-hatted chef and you are a sm- small squeaky voiced old phone having influencer internet, internet influencer yep mm-hmm. right. um so wh- uh, what what are you doing here what we we of course if you remember last week we uh we just got done playing around in the old vr saloon uh, located next to Jimmy John's, and uh, we were thinking about what we were going to have for dinner, and then uh, let's go ahead and uh, you know jump cut to another scene in our in our relationship. <laughs> yes, and that last last week was the only scene, the first scene where we actually matched on something where we kind of felt good. All the other scenes so far, we've yeah. kind of been like, uh, you know, oh, not so, so we were start, about our. We were getting something going. Our, yeah, we're getting Fine. something going. So yeah. I thought. Uh, Pete, I'm looking at a card here in my hand, and I'm going to play this one. You ready? Okay. Uh, perfect time to take this to the next level here. So <gasps> this card is a little different than the other cards. It's a situation, and oh. uh, it's the situation from uh, Jersey Shore. Uh, wow. It's, it says remote cabin, and so it says here, I booked a trip to a remote cabin in the Aww. woods. Aww. Yes. We're going upstate. We're uh, going upstate. It, it's a fantastic place, close to nature and far away from any disturbances. Oh, how romantic! So just you and me. We're going. Aww. Yeah, we're going to a little cabin, a cabin in the woods. It's not creepy at all. Okay. Just, uh, yeah, not the one from the horror movie, but uh, the one from maybe the time traveler's wife. Person, maybe you might uh, say. Mm, I can't remember if there's a cabin in that one. Maybe, mm. maybe not. Hmm. Um, but anyway, this is this is not one where we choose anything. It says. Uh, partner, so that's you, Pete, reveals a random destiny in their hand. Okay. And, uh, Interesting. This card also says that uh, the next scene that's played, so next time, uh, it's going to have double the impact on all the personality tokens. So it's kind of like... Oh, that's good. You know, whatever happens next is... Whatever happens next is double. It's double so the potency cool. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if it, if it makes... Right. Uh, if it, like if... If what we choose makes us more sensitive, it'll make us it'll have it'll make us doubly more sensitive or whatever. And and if it makes us you know more disciplined or whatever, it'll it'll right. double that effect. Yada yada yada. That's cool. Well, that's good because I feel like that'll help us maybe meet our goals quicker. So cool. Maybe yeah. So I get to look at your destiny now. It is close to the beginning of the game, so I think I know your all your destinies because we haven't discarded yeah. any yet. That's okay though. This <laughs> is this okay. is this is a good time in a relationship to do this. You know what I mean? Just because. 
I, I like I like this. This is very thematic. This is like we are having a nice romantic uh, time yep. away from everyone else in in the cabin. And so of course we're just going to be talking about our future together and stuff, and just talking nonstop. And so of course I'm going to reveal like a possible destiny for us. So uh, let me just go. Ahead. Have... I'm going to shuffle my destinies here so I can give you a random one. Okay, I, I did. I did exchange one of my destinies. You remember that earlier? I did, yeah. I did do that so you know, I kind of yeah. and I and I think so I don't know of, what you took. So there, you have one that I don't know. So um, yeah. So maybe I'll see if. you Well, have here. Okay, go ahead and check this one out. So okay, here you All go. Right. This one, uh, by the way, Andrew says, equal partners is this destiny that I that I have in my hand. So this is one I might be going for in the future. Just so you know. Uh, and for this destiny, it says you will stay in the relationship, but you will only be happy if you are a team of equals. And I will fulfill the destiny if the difference between mine and your happiness is no more than three. Okay. And so we got to be close. Okay. Yep. And my happiness is 20 or more. Okay. So that would mean your happiness will have to end the game at 17 or more and mine, you know what I mean? So that you're within three. <laughs> Um, right. and, uh, doesn't have to be, you know, it can be lower than mine. It doesn't matter. Um, right. and, yeah, true, uh, true. and we have to make sure that we don't break up. It says your partner does not break up. So we got to stay well, in the relationship. So, we got to both be happy, equal partners. This one's called. And just, just so the listeners out there, if you're not familiar with the game, this is not, uh, the destinies are like what the winning conditions at the end. At the but end. Yeah. We each have four at this stage of the game. And as we go into each chapter, we're going to shed one of those we're gonna choose one to get rid of yeah um and then we'll we'll each end up with one at the end and we'll see we'll see if any of us are happy with the relationship at the end so this right. could be one that pete goes with or maybe he decides to discard it because he doesn't think it's going to happen could be we'll see uh and i wish we could try to you know figure out how much how how much more progress we get towards that one but uh andrew right now we don't have time we got to get back in fact uh i think we got to get back to uh, not only the podcast, but also to a call we have scheduled, Andrew. That's right. It's time for an acquaintance call in. Acquaintance call in. Okay, everybody. It's time for another acquaintance call in. That's right. It's that time of the show where we talk to someone who, you know, a lot of other shows might refer to as a friend of the show. But for us, that's just that's just disingenuous. So uh, for us, we're just going to talk to some acquaintances, just some people that we know. So Pete, who are our acquaintances here today? Hey, Andrew. Well, on the line today, we've got Zach and Shelby Crang. Zach and Shelby, between the two of them, they're drumming, they're gardening, they're cutting hair, everything in the above, know what I mean? So we're glad to have them. And quite frankly, Andrew, one of the uh, main reasons we're so excited to have them on the show today is that uh, they've got themselves a yard. And I think you'll notice that that's pretty pertinent to today's game. So Zach, Shelby, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Oh, our <laughs> pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, um, I've been, I've actually happened to have the pleasure of seeing this yard, but I do have to confirm right up front, people are going to start saying, hey, wait, hold on. Was the whole conceit of the show a lie? Do you actually have friends? What do you mean you saw this yard? So I just need to confirm for the listeners um, that we are not friends. We are only acquaintances. Is this true? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, good. I, I 
I'm surprised you asked us to be on the show because <laughs> honestly, I rarely think about you. And <laughs> okay, Shelby and oh, we're gonna... had to remind me of your name, which okay. was okay. We're just gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna make a note to edit that part out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good, Mike. Good look, dude. I think it's weird that <laughs> I think it's weird. That, uh, you had a song, but but sure, yeah. we want to talk about our our yard. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Any guest that thinks cool, that's that it's good. weird that we had him on, I think that's going to lend you know lend itself to a great conversation here. So let's yeah, let's get talking about this yard. Too. That's a been, yard that seems that's very much all our guests. So right? Far, yes, so. exactly. All of them say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're yeah, yeah, yeah. right in here. I think a yard that seems pretty fancy. I mean, to have a yard. So uh, you guys are yeah. really, really uh, per- perfect fit for this game, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, I you, and y'all live in Philadelphia and you still have a yard. It's like, come wow. on, what are you guys, the Monopoly man? You know what I mean? Insane. Now, how long have you owned this yard that you got? Well, the funny story is that we don't own the yard. <gasps> you don't own yeah. the yard? <laughs> we actually don't even own they, the yard. They stole wow. it. Unbelievable. Wow. Actually, that sounds like this game, Andrew. If you steal somebody's whole yard, that's true. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it is owned by the city. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so you, so you all own the house, but the yard is technically city property. Yeah. The the yard next to our house is indeed city property. Wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, all right. That's gonna end this call. We'll go ahead and get Jim Kenny on the line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Jim. Just wanted to talk to you quick about excessive use of force no, no. Um, the story is there used to be a house there and it got uh demolished because of l and i so uh when we first moved into our home typical government a, overreach you know what i mean it was a yeah it was a pile of rubble and um, <laughs> we oh. after filling up about like 20 contractor bags of like busted glass mm-hmm. and brick and stone we finally got cool. it down to where it was just a big dirt patch. Oh my gosh. And, uh, yeah, we built some raised beds and threw some mulch on it. And now uh, wow. it's not so much of an eyesore for everybody to look at. Yeah. Well, I feel like the city should just give it to you at that point because you, you know. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> I don't think yeah. they'll do that. I but... think they'll probably just, I don't know, you... raise raise it to the ground. And, what and makes you think? Put yeah. an oil like, well in there. Send it, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna sweep it like a a homeless tent village or whatever and just start beating you guys with batons yeah they're gonna frack our garden they're gonna they're gonna frack (laughs) your garden there's any that that's something you can't do in this game i think that would be a good addition to the game if you could frack your neighbor's garden you know yeah 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 yeah. well they should make a different like city's version and like that would definitely be like (laughs) pittsburgh or i don't know i'm trying to think a different 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 uh, like a sunoco mariner 2 pipeline card you can draw (laughs) where you yeah yeah well it does have blank cards that you can fill in so that's we have our first one to fill in that's perfect there you go that idea for free <laughs> now we're talking. Um, and in this game, it's all not only about yards, it's also about neighbors and specifically like impressing them and swaying them with your yard. How well do you all know your neighbors? Um, some of them pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. It, we've definitely made the effort. One of the reasons that we wanted to live in this neighborhood is that it it um it has a 
historically sort of harmonious background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we didn't want to be the type of neighbors who, you know, they they come in and they uh, put a Black Lives Matter uh, sign yeah. up in their window, but they also right. put, you know, a bunch of cameras and they call the cops every time yeah. a yes. kid rides by on a dirt bike, you know. Right. So we're, <laughs> we're pretty live and let live. Um, with our neighbors oh okay so just to be clear you guys aren't allies (laughs) i would never i would never call myself that right exactly right right. i would hope i I would hope that you two wouldn't call us that either (laughs) (laughs) right just an instagram instagram ally facebook ally (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but it's it's a it's a really laid-back neighborhood it's a lot of like uh older black retired folks burnt yeah hippie jews yeah um, totally uh disheveled millennial first-time homeowners yeah yeah uh, grandparents who uh didn't get the memo to go to florida yet so it's, <laughs> yeah it's very laid back it's very chill and um <laughs> I would say we have a pretty good relationship and understanding with most of our neighbors. Yeah, for mm, sure. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, there is a mechanism in this game where you can sabotage your neighbor's yard, your competing, you know, competing neighbor's yard, mm-hmm. uh, but only when they've left for work. So now that oh. I know that you know your neighbors pretty well, do you know their schedules, like specifically the times that yeah. they're not home? Yeah, probably. Wow. You see what he's getting at here. Cop. So if I had to touch one, (laughs) but that sounds um, pretty okay. That sounds like they're ripe for you know what I mean. They they some some shenanigans lacrosse. She said uh, that she had the best house on the block. Yeah. Oh, fighting words. Yeah. Yeah. Truly a weird vibe. Um, Truly a weird vibe. Of course, the only the only neighbor we've ever had any sort of friction with was her. That sounds like a. It sounds the like it fit lady. perfectly in this game, I was going to say. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. She's the final boss. She's yeah. the final boss, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, now, uh, one of the ways you can sabotage your neighbor's yard is to, like, throw some pests in there, including a skunk. Would you ever throw a skunk into your that neighbor's yard if they got it in there? So you think? Oh, Would you go definitely, that far? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I feel like that's letting them off easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would well, be can, really nice. Skunks are cute. Skunks are cute. I would I would feel I would feel bad about putting that skunk in harm's way. Yeah. Yeah, it we might need, get fired upon on the man yeah. coming around, you know. We need we, we need heavier <laughs> a heavier duty animal. Yeah. They get pepper we need sprayed a by true the... tank class animal. Yeah. yeah. We need Eva the pit bull to go over and shit. Yeah, in we, need, we need twelve uh uh traumatized uh, pit bulls fresh from the SPCA <laughs> to all of uh, the COVID dogs. Yeah, yeah. Every COVID infested mangy mutt um, yeah lock him in a dark room for 12 hours don't feed wow. him and let him out in her you're just yeah. inventing some great cards for this game i'm writing all this <laughs> y'all are just can you fit all that on a card yeah yeah for sure i want to go on the back i guess um go. so wait speaking of mutts by the way and diva one of your dogs there is a card in this game that's called rummaging mutt 
And at the end of the night, what the car does at the end of the night, the dog goes through like the trash, like discarded pile. And then it brings something home for you. You know what I mean? And so does Diva or Rosie or either of you two dogs, do they ever bring home trash that they find while rummaging around? Always. Wow. We love trash. They do love trash. They They mostly eat it right then and there, though. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Mm, Yeah. Like most dogs, they, they, they... They really struggle with object permanence. And they, <laughs> yeah. they really like to live in the moment and have a sort of instant gratification. With, yeah, uh, they would fail that uh, marshmallow test or whatever that they do on kids where they're like, yeah. you can have one marshmallow now, but yeah. if you wait, I'll give you two marshmallows. Uh, and the kid would, just yeah. immediately scrumps it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um all right well we'll have to fill in a blank card with diva uh and rosie and it's just like they will rummage through the trash but it doesn't become yours it becomes theirs um there's also a card in this game that's like a that's just flat out a grill so you can put things in that like kind of like decorate your yard or like bring more value to your yard and one of them is a grill and if you have it you can like sway a neighbor over um with just like money, no matter what they really want from you, if you have the grill, you can also just pay money and it, and it sways them over basically. Um, Cause I think it's like, you know, you, you get a really good grill or whatever. Uh, and I happen to know that you got, you guys have a pretty heavy duty grill. So um, tell me, you know, did that make it easy to sway neighbors when you got that bad boy out? Definitely. There, so there was already like a grill master on our block yeah wow uh, if i can plug our neighbors um james place james yeah he owns a place called southern flame barbecue oh he's a professional barbecue okay uh like he used to just sling barbecue on the corner of our block every saturday and it is some of the uh it's some of the best smoked meat I've ever had in my life. Mm. It was really out of control. Yeah. And I think he's just taken it to a whole nother level now that he has the storefront. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chestnut Hill. And so there's a very, there's a very uh, sort of respectful and uh, cautious um, zagging that I tried to do when yeah. he, uh, had been zigging for mm-hmm. so long on the on the corner so yeah. we we, yeah. Uh, we used our joe biden bucks to yeah. just mm-hmm. buy a grill instead of save for any sort of emergency in the future yeah. but the grill <laughs> likes and, more uh, yeah and, uh, should have been should have been saving those joe biden bucks for the joe biden gas emergency truly well thankfully it's a wood pellet grill so the gas emergency oh we dodged a bullet on that one. yeah we're we just totally fine we'll just rip the uh wood for that right out of that brazilian rainforest that is shrinking <laughs> at an alarming rate yeah to... that's exactly right yeah i have grilled for our across the street neighbor um, yeah, we, we did. did some chicken ties Ooh. um and they were a massive hit and then we have yeah. people who are moving in next door very soon Wow. I like to uh, grill for them. them with a, a like a barbecue out back. Yes. So when it's like 9 30 on a school night and they hear 
you know, a full sludge metal band emanating from our <laughs> basement. Yeah. Uh, they, they hopefully are thinking of that sweet smoked meat instead of like the kids <laughs> are still up and they got school at six in the morning the next day. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like the, the game is really true to life then. I think you guys. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it helps to have a grill. What can I say? You know what I mean? Politics is people, baby. That's that's really what it comes it's down people to. People power. Yeah. We're going to win the uh, the electoral college of our block. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, now yeah, you're just making this. a whole other board game. I mean, that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, with, with, a, with a state legislature expansion where it's uh, they kind of uh, – it makes it makes the electoral college moot because they just pass whatever. Anyway, sorry, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go down a, a, the avenue of pure dread here, Andrew. Thanks Don't for. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, sorry. Um, well, let's get then to one of the um, uh, most feel good parts of your yard, which is this community garden that you guys started. Yes. Um, like you were saying, you put in some raised beds and you filled that. Got some mulch in there, and you basically just opened it up to the community to come and grow mm-hmm. veggies and flowers and stuff like that. Right? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so our across the street neighbor Jess has helped water the garden a couple times, Ooh, and I got nice. last year. Someone was growing tomatoes that we planted, um, and I guess uh, Dave David brought some tomatoes and different yeah, other things. Yeah, I think we've had about five or six people contribute in yeah. different ways to the garden. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna. Good, good, good. I think now that it's like established, we'll probably make some signage to um, make it less of a a uh, hidden thing yeah know? that's like, what we're yeah um because from the street it still just looks like an empty lot but then like right you get over the hill you yeah. can see that it's kind of open um yeah. you know the people that live directly on our block we all told about it and they're very excited about they're it. very happy that it's yeah. you know not uh, just yeah. a trash dump right not not a not inviting yeah. dumping anymore so yeah um it's, I think last year was kind of like the, the, uh, how do we do this? Yeah. We're going to get deeper into it this year. Now that yes. like, kind of an uh, established zone. Yeah. And also with, now that yeah. it's like kind of clear that nobody's itching to build anything on yeah. that land, you know, cause again, mm-hmm. it's not, it's ours. not ours, you know, right. like, like the, Philly land bank bought it or something like that but yeah yeah it's just kind of up in the air yeah right there's not some uh like multi-millionaire uh developer coming in yeah, like, it's yeah. just a single lot you know like <laughs> yeah put in like a bunch of row homes and you know it's yeah just no. a lot so. yeah not too appetizing perfect yeah they were like first james opening up barbecue and now this community garden they're like <laughs> this this, this sounds blown really up. cool i actually want to visit this garden at some point um yeah i think yeah i think we uh, invite all our acquaintances oh yeah yes. right yeah i'm not gonna get too friendly when i come by yeah, yeah 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 you're watching <laughs> kind of glare at you guys but uh yeah but i do appreciate it um i think you know in this game you start off with like your whole yard is like dirt and then part of the game is you have to flip over the tiles to be grass to put stuff on yeah i think yeah. I think maybe we could even add another layer. It starts out as like a bunch of 
broken glass and rubble and oh, stuff like yeah. that, you know, and then <laughs> you got to free Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes, Andrew. A lot of games are this. this year. A lot of games are doing this, Andrew. A lot of games do the reverse these days where they have a little like expansion where it kind of like, or like a variant where it kind of jump starts the game because it's slow at the beginning. But mm-hmm. I like this idea from you, Andrew, where it slows it down even more. You got to like make the game a little bit harder, you know, just, just a little more manual labor in the beginning, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Andrew and I have been really into uh, some of our favorite parts of the game are the uh, everybody's least favorite parts of the game quite frankly i love reading the manual andrew uh (laughs) andrew loves just thinking about stuff for a little while you know what i mean we need more of that manual yeah while i read the manual yes (laughs) andrew just loves chaos in this game we gotta work you know what's like the basic conceit of this game because yeah there's a lot of nuance to you know glad handing your neighbors and yeah becoming an integral part and a pillar of the community like we are yeah i (laughs) feel like i don't i i don't want this game to diminish how much hard work and sweat goes into that kind of you know (laughs) uh, that kind of ascension that we've made yeah that's a good point Uh, house of cards kind of situation going on okay Um, yeah, after talking to y'all, I kind of feel like this game is kind of not true. Like, you know what I mean? It just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't got to call up Dan. We actually, uh, we, we, uh, we now know the creator of this game uh, and we've talked to him. Uh, so I'm about to call him up and be like, listen, I just talked well, to somebody who put in blood, sweat and tears. You know what I mean? The problem is in this game, you know what all the neighbors want. It's like one person wants a bunch of plants in the in your yard. One person right. wants a bunch of, you know, whatever. One person oh. wants the most expensive ornaments to be in your lawn ornaments to be in your yard, stuff like that. So you guys oh, yeah. don't really they, know. They want that. So they are kind of want your house to fit their taste. Oh. Yeah. Basically. It's like an yeah. situation. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like you and the other player are neighbors competing for your other neighbors like affection, affection. and you and like and you, you can have you the best you, yard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know what they're looking for. Yeah. What what are these uh what are these neighbors who are so uh demanding of your space and time? What do they give you in the game as a reward for orienting <laughs> that, your entire life around their fickle taste? Uh, a big old, big old hug. You know what I mean? What <laughs> more you, you, you get to win the game, you know? Um, I mean, what, yeah, what? Win, what yeah, else what? is there winning, in life? Come on. Winning a board game That's isn't true. Uh, yeah. I, I, every time I, every time I'm mowing the lawn, uh, yeah, you know, uh, and putting down fertilizer and edging, edging the sidewalk, making sure it yeah. looks really nice for everyone. I that I think to myself, I'm I'm winning the game right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach is just constantly like, I win and win and win and win. Yeah. You know, what I mean? yeah. yeah. Um, well, actually, uh, Andrew brings up a really good point, too, which is all the th- different things the neighbors want. I think the last question I have for you is that one of the neighbors in this game that you're trying to sway just loves bugs and loves, loves if you have bugs in your yard. Yeah. Um, so the more, like, pests and bugs that you get in your yard, like, that dude loves it. Um, you got a neighbor yeah. like that? Yeah. Well, we are like that. Bugs are <laughs> yeah. good. Oh, the you're bug the bug neighbor. neighbor. Yeah, we're the bug <laughs> yes. neighbor. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I got I like a little bee home, bee house. Ooh, a little apiary. Uh, yeah, uh, miniature so, apiary. 
Uh, is that I was gonna that's interesting. Is that a problem in the city where uh, bees? Because I know that's kind of a problem everywhere, like getting bees to like pollinate your plants and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. so it is. Um, but we really have a lot of bees. Oh. Um, it's because they love barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we got in a fight and Shelby just released a bunch of bees on the yeah. bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm allergic. So <laughs> no, we've got we've got a lot of good bees that pollinate. So mm. problem. all right. Well, you've already got an you know edge in this game. Then if you already got so many bugs, you know you're gonna get that guy for sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then there was a whole bunch of worms outside that I got caught that you were afraid of. Yeah, I'm afraid of worms. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't want to touch the worms, but I went down the driveway. And no squirmy worms. I, I yeah. got all the worms and put them in the garden. So. That's great. They love, they, that works for you and works for them, I think. That's yeah. It, I, 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 we're winning the game. Sounds yeah. 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 Thank, yeah. thank you for your service. I mean, that's, thank you for your service. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stolen, stolen valor. Of all yeah. the neighbors. Um, we have the worms are probably the happiest with yeah. 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 i like that i like that uh well speaking of happy uh we're super happy that y'all came on the show um yeah. we got to get back to uh, some other segments on this one but great talking to you yeah yeah and, remind uh, me your guys names again <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't detect any sarcasm in that. <laughs> but hold on, my sarcasm radar is not working. No, <laughs> um, but uh thanks y'all. Um and we'll talk to you again real soon. We'll get over to that garden and Andrew and I'll just kind of climb in there like the worms, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the worms that we are. <laughs> wiggle around. Um, uh, all right, folks, that's been Zach and Shelby Crane. See y'all. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Okay, that was a lot of fun, Andrew, you got to admit. But uh, yeah, I'm not done yet having fun, Andrew. I just want to stay in this fantasy world of fun maybe for the rest of my life here, Andrew. And now it's got me thinking about specifically Turf War and whether is this just fantasy? Is this just fantasy? Hmm, so what you're asking me here is, could this game happen in real life? How grounded is this game of Turf War, right? Grounded mm. is this game of Turf War, I get it. That's what I'm asking you, Andrew. That's specifically what I'm asking you. Oh, grounded, yeah, I gotcha. And you yeah. know what, Andrew, for that pun, you're grounded, know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Andrew, now you're grounded you... for that double pun. Right, well, fair right. enough, yeah. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> so what do you think? Could this, this game of turf war, could this happen in real life? I, I guess the, really a question that comes to my mind is, do people really do their lawns to impress other people, Andrew? What do you think? Um, well, maybe, and not quite to this extent. I don't think that neighbors are going to be totally swayed by your yard they might come over okay so i guess if you have a pool then maybe that might sway your neighbors a little bit but well um, so then there you go that one's grounded in reality the pool <laughs> function yes but there's no personality factored into like how you're because if, if you just don't have a great personality sorry your neighbors it's like i don't care how good your lawn is your neighbors are not coming over but um 
You know what? I think actually part of this game is definitely very grounded in real life, and I'll say that the part of that is the the pests and all that, oh. um, because uh, you know I think if you're throwing pests into your neighbor's yard, you're setting you know whatever um, you're setting off mosquitoes and you're catap- oh you're catapulting things into your neighbor's yard and you're Ooh. letting skunks loose in their yard and everything like that. I yeah. think you're going to get sued by your neighbor, right? Oh, uh, gotcha. And- <laughs> I well, but only if they can figure out life. that it was you who did it. You know what I mean? That's why you That's why you can right. only do those things like when they're away from home. You know what I mean? Right, I guess so. But I, th- I swear, I think I've actually seen this game play out in real life on uh, a very real show called Judge Judy. I'm pretty sure every Judge game... Judge Judy. <laughs> every game of Turf War is based on an episode of Judge Judy, I'm pretty sure. where The documentary Judge Judy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, complaining about uh, how their neighbors ruined their driveway or whatever i've seen plenty of episodes where uh, that is the case so i see i see yes I see. So, so if you believe judge seen, judy yeah uh, this game play out yeah. on tv hmm. yeah mm-hmm. wow 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 andrew hmm interesting yeah i mean i think it's pretty much grounded in reality personally i do i think you know i think there is such a thing as liking certain neighbors over others so i think swaying i do I think you're right that personalities kind of factor into that too but sometimes i mean i don't want to get to know my neighbors that much you know so sometimes it is just comes down to the lawn you know what i mean like i've definitely mm. had neighbors whose lawns look like a mess and i just go nah i'm not even gonna try with those folks you know what i mean uh <laughs> That's and some people have, some people have nice lawns and i and i still don't get to know them of course and you know who am i you know i only got one friend i'm not right. looking for more right. but I might go, hmm, okay, well, they're better, clearly, you know what I mean? Uh, now, Andrew, the one thing that I don't know is very realistic is, um, I don't think it's very realistic that there would be a person named Florence who would be swayed by simply having five places in your lawn, even if they're occupied. That seems pretty unrealistic to me, Andrew. <laughs> I uh, I think it'd be more realistic if it was uh, five places in your lawn um, <laughs> unoccupied would make it more realistic for me. <laughs> Uh, this is, of course, oh, I, really? am, uh, I am uh, referencing, <laughs> of course, um, some some patrons might have seen our, our stream of, uh, of Turf War, uh, where I, uh, I, I probably misread a, a card there and got mad at Andrew for uh, thinking he could sway Florence, the neighbor, by having simply five places Listen. in his yard, five, five grassy patches where he can put things, even though he had things we're- on them. We're going to circle back to this conversation later in the show, really? so stay tuned. Okay. But but All yes, right. well, then, we so definitely this is will. A little, this is a little uh, amuse-bouche, you know what I mean? This is a little appetizer yeah. for you uh, to let you but know Pete, that... But let, uh, let the record show officially on tape. Uh, Pete did totally um, yep. uh, misread a card, a card that was pretty obvious. That, I, was you know, wrong obviously, the, I was wrong about the card. Yeah. I was wrong about how, how you were going to sway that neighbor, and Andrew did, in fact, sw- you know, sway that neighbor... And, and Pete, real quick, how do you know? How do you know that you were wrong about uh, that? Okay, well we well we did we did confirm with the creator of the game, yeah. That, yeah. Had yeah. to ever have to email the creator of a game to check and see if you're right about a card. Listen, yeah. Andrew. Just saying. <clears throat> but I, but I stick to my guns when I say that's a little unrealistic. So you could understand why I might have been. Uh, that's the only thing that's fantasy about this game for me. So you you most, can understand the most why I part uh, of this game. Yeah. Why? Right. You know. Why I would have been confused. <clears throat> Florence clearly um, is swayed by just just having more things in your yard, not 
empty things and spaces in your yard for where things could go okay andrew things are okay andrew enough now you're making me feel like a real rockhead like a real oh wait hold on (laughs) neanderthals neanderthals Okay, yeah, so this is the uh, segment where we're going to be, uh, and we, you know, we got to be prepared, Pete, because you never know, mm-hmm. speaking of, is this just fantasy, this really could happen in real life, right? So, um, yeah. we got we to gotta be prepared for that time in the future when we are teleported to prehistoric times and uh, cavemen are going to insist that we show them our games. So, are we going to oh. show them this game, a Turf War, why or why not? Yeah, it's a good so, question, um, Andrew. I just don't know, uh, I, I feel like they're going to have like a ton of questions about the the cards in this game like there's so many well, different cards and they're all like newer right. technology you know what i mean that's what i'm gonna say these people haven't even invented agriculture at this point so why are they going to be pointlessly uh mowing yeah. you know, plants down but not even eating them uh so... yeah good point good point yeah like how are they going to know right about like grow like why plants would have certain value they're, they'd be like they like we'd show them a tulip card and they'd be like yeah so you know what I mean? And we'd be like, well, it gets it's good. It gets you points. And they'd be like, why? And we'd be like, it's nice. It's nice looking. And they go like, don't care. Like, don't care. They'd be like, can I eat it? Do I eat? Do I eat no, it? Probably right. Not. Exactly. And be like, well, no. It just kind of looks nice. And if your neighbors see it, they might like it. And it's like, don't care about neighbors. You know. <laughs> you well, know? They, well, although they're probably at war with their neighbors all the time, anyway. But not over, not over whose well, lawn looks better. So. Yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, good point. Uh, so, well, why don't we go through just, I don't know, we don't have time to go through all of them, but maybe a few of these cards, see if you think, uh, yeah, see if they would see, see if they would play with a, with a caveman. Well, like, so, uh, I mean, even something like the garden gnome card, it would be, you know, what, what, what happens when we show them that they're just like, why, you know, why man so small? It's like, well, it's kind of like a little, just a statuette. And they're like, no, I don't. What you know? What I mean, it's like well, okay, but it's like a statue, but smaller. It like, it's like a, it, it's like in romantic languages you use like you put a little et on the end, and it makes and it means that it's smaller. And they're right. just like, they're just like picking their club up to club you on the head. You know what I mean? You know, and you're like okay, okay, okay. You're like well, it's just a it's just a small man, you know, from right. Well, from, they might from Dreamland, and he's like, mm, and the club is lowering. He's like, I'm listening, and it's like small man from Dreamland, big big beard. Uh, yeah. they, you know, they live in, they, they're a, like a little God. And he's like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, tell him, tell him, you know, it's a fertility statue or something like that. They'll yeah. Tell him it's a fertility it. statue. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. He's like, how I get that. You know what I mean? Let me get hand on, <laughs> let me get hand on that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Now, if or you, you even, even like some of the, uh, the, the basic cards that you use in this, like the garage, for instance, like, are they going to oh. really, no, they're going to have no idea what the heck's going on there. Is that, uh, it's going to be like, oh, well it's, you have to explain, like, it's like a, <laughs> it's like, okay, you have a house, but it's like a smaller house that's, that you keep your stuff in. That's next to your bigger house. And you're like, what? Yeah. They're like, Already. First of all, lost, what is, I feel like, <laughs> right. So it's like, uh, a, a, a small cave next to your big cave. It's like, why would you even have that? Why am I putting, you know, yeah, things in a just have one cave. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, I, 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 plus, I get the idea that cavemen didn't really have a whole bunch of stuff that they need a whole separate building to put yeah. all the stuff. Yeah, in. good point. They'd be like, "Why?" You know, 
yeah, why why need why do you need a small cave next to big cave just to put stuff in? Like I'll just I only have three things. You know what I mean? I got I have <laughs> right. knife. You know what I mean? I have knife. I have club, and I've got like a prototype wheel. You know what I mean? It, it all it all fit all fit in in cave. And it's like yeah, fair enough, fair right? Enough. And they're like they're like it's a prototype wheel. You know, I'm still refining. I'm trying to make it more balanced. You know, just trying yeah, to work it out, make, make it sure balanced. to work out all the kinks. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're still play testing the wheel. A lot of testers working on it. You know what I mean? Still play testing the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. When you're like, they're like, what do you, what do you, what do you put? What do you put in garage? And you're like, well, okay. So like, I have like an old printer that I don't use anymore. And they're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why, why, why have old printer? And it's like, yeah, good question, actually. You know, <laughs> my wife point, asks me the same man. thing gonna... all the time. You never know. You might need it. And they're like, no. You know. And you're like, yeah, fair enough. No, yeah. you will never. You will never need no, these you old will never need, cables. You know. No. Yeah, right. You'll never need Ethernet cables. <laughs> you'll never right. You'll never need uh, what do they call those v- VCR cables? What are the ones that are like right. uh, uh, the AV, compo- uh, composite AV composite cables? The red and yellow like, and white ones. Yeah. yeah. Right. You will never like, need right, these cables right, from college. Man. Why do you still have these in a box? Yeah, <laughs> Just get rid of them. Not, you you not need degree <laughs> like no one even look at degree. <laughs> you know, it's like all right, well, fair enough. But what am I going to throw my degree out? You know. What I mean? Uh, one thing I think that they would like is uh, there is one card in here called Stacking Stones, and I feel like they'd love that because then you'd be like, oh, here you go, yeah. Stacking Stones. And they'd be like, perfect. You know what I mean? Like, no need to explain. I love Stack Stones. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, fair yeah. enough. You know? be like, well, there you go. Then. Karen. I know what a Karen is, you know? Yeah. They're like, yeah, Karen. Um, you know? Or, uh, well, what about like, com- there's one that's Compost Bin. And they, and I feel like that would throw them for a loop because they would be like, yeah. It's like you put food. You bury food, and it's like, well, I mean, it's kind of like the stuff that you don't eat. It's like the stuff you have left over, and they're like, leftover what? Leftover food? You know, it's like, well, yeah, good point. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Why would you have anything left over? You Why eat would you have anything right? left <laughs> over? You know what I mean? It's like, well, fair enough. It's like, well, here's the thing. Well, it's just a big that, smelly. Uh, it's like a big smelly pile of garbage. You know, it yeah. kind of smells like. It's like it help, helps plants grow. It's like, what? Why would you? Grow. Yeah, they're like, you know, plant just, gonna... plants just grow. You don't need help plant grow. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, all right, well, fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, here's the thing is that what you got to know about us is that we uh, up, we tear up nature. You know what I mean? And we and so things <laughs> stop growing because we poison it, basically. And he's like, why? And it's like, ah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that some, well, so that no, some big just... rich, rich guy can get richer. And he's like, sound bad. And I'm like, now we're talking. Nah, well, actually, I think it's right. It's like Comrade in our Dave time, man. there's just there's too many people. We need we need to uh, grow crops on you know, yeah. Uh, we need to grow food on every square inch possible and, and make it yield the most uh, the most uh, fruit we can. You know, and he's like, well, mm. just hmm. just walk around and pick stuff off trees. Why are you going to all that trouble? And he's like, all right, good point. All right, good point. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I, he's going to be totally, the caveman's going to be totally lost at the stealth drone card, I feel like, right? Oh, like, great one. Yeah. He's like, yeah. why? He like, he's like, why this? Why? What? What stealth? Well, you know, what stealth drone? And you're like, well, all right. And here's the thing is that we eventually, so the military, okay, here's the thing you got to know about the, you know what I mean? Like getting into like how all of our technology comes from the military, you know? 
It's like, well, yeah, the military then, created these things like... that just bomb people from, you know, an uh, entire, like, ocean away. And he's like, ooh, you know, why? You know what I mean? It's like, well, money again, money, I guess, is the bottom line. Right. You know? Kind of makes it uh, easier and then to they, kill And then they were able to take that, yeah. Yeah. And then they were able to take that technology and just kind of, like, shrink it down to, like, where, all, like, my kid can play with it on, like, a PlayStation controller. You know what I mean? Uh and, well, uh, and, and but once you this is a dangerous card to explain because once you explain like in the game that this is for spying on your neighbor, uh, mm. the caveman might want this actually because I'm sure that the, oh, yeah. you know the caveman is probably always on the def- on the defensive against other oh yeah you know, threats that might be out there. This may lead to uh, some some very militaristic Neanderthals. So I think yeah, I think it's a bad I know. I think this it's a bad gonna, idea to show this game to Neanderthals. I think we should not. Yeah, be this is going to kind of like speed up. Well, then you're going to have like the American Empire, like at the same time as like the Roman Empire, and you're going to have like <laughs> you're going to have a bunch of centrists. Uh, you know what I mean? Just bombing like Julius like, Caesar uh, and stuff like that with uh, a. <laughs> this is just like bombing. that game Civilization. Actually, you you remember that game Civilization? I not, I, don't, I think the second uh, yeah. was like. The Romans and the Americans, and uh, and like uh, you were at the same time and stuff like that. Oh um, wow! Oh wow! Yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. You know, you're right. I think this is maybe we shouldn't really be showing this to Neanderthals because I feel like we're gonna be. It's just too much. It's just too much for them to handle. It's probably gonna get them to a, a state of constant warfare way too soon. You yeah. know what I mean. Right. Well, so, okay, so we know that uh, two Neanderthals should not play this game, um, oh. but two, two modern humans could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Okay, how sure are you the two people should play this game? We're going to give Turf War a rating. This is the fun part of the show here, people. We're going to give it a rating from 0 to 100%. Uh, and see uh, see how we liked it. Um, I'm going to say, Pete, that I really like this game, and I didn't think that I would because I don't usually like things with all the victims. It's, it's an engine builder, sort of, um, in some aspects of it. And also, you know, when you're counting up the victory points, like the like the gar- the garden gnome, for instance, it's like oh, you mm-hmm, get two points mm-hmm. for every plant in there, and I never I never have been a fan of that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Glasgow, that game that we played, that mm-hmm. that's kind of the similar idea, and I do not like that. But yeah, this one, uh, I, the theme was just so charming to me. It was really well done with the theme. Um, and I loved the going away and coming back. That that kind of like you mm-hmm. you have to time your going away and coming home thing just right. There were yep. there were several games where we played where I was like uh I was uh wanting to uh go away to buy stuff but I couldn't because you were still home and I didn't want right. you to attack my home with the pests. Yep. So I had to stay home and just like use some cards that I didn't really want to use and so there's some strategy there. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. think all that fun stuff kind of outweighed the victory points for me. Yeah. Um and so I'm going to give this one an 85%, which is uh, pretty big for me, especially in this genre. I think it yeah. uh, I think it was I think it was really good. I definitely would play it again. And like you said, it's very small, super compact. Yeah. Um it's a fun time. I, I found myself thinking about it and being like, "Ooh, I want to play." It. And that's really the mark 
that's kind of the baseline for where I am when I'm trying to rate games. It's like, how much yep. was I thinking about it afterwards? Like, yep. how, how much more do I want to play it again? Yeah, I agree. I agree, Andrew. I uh, and and uh, I give it an eighty-four percent sure, Andrew. So we're right there, Whoa, neck and neck are... with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and in all transparency, as you said before, we did receive this game from uh, Gadabout Games to uh, to take a look at and and review. But want to remind you that doesn't have anything to do with our score. Uh, we'll tell you no. if the game is junk. This one happen, happens to be very good, Andrew, in my opinion, and I think charming is the uh, is the right word, Andrew. This is I also mm-hmm. wrote so charming because uh, this is this is one of those games where even the theme itself could end up being presented in a very dry manner. It could just be some very dry game about like doing stuff to your yard. You know what I mean? But right. it ain't dry, baby. In fact, it's dripping yeah. wet, Andrew. This thing has so much charming theme dripping off of it. It's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's kind of a novel idea, I think. I mean, you'd think that somebody else would have uh, made some game where you're, uh, you know, warring ha- houses between, you know, uh, making their lawn look nice and everything like that. But I, I don't know of one personally off the top of my head. And so uh, right off the bat, what a cool theme. There's so many, you know, there's so many games these days that are all about being a Viking, killing another Viking or something like that. And it's like, wow, <laughs> to finally, to, it's kind of a breath of fresh air to have a game that's just about having a suburban yeah. lawn. You know what I mean? And it and for it to be good. You know what I mean? Um, like you said, it's super portable. Um, but the fact that it's small and portable is kind of misleading because you might think, eh, this is just kind of like a stupid little filler game or whatever. But there's it packs a lot of strategy into it, into such a small package, yeah, a lot. quite frankly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like you we, know, me... Like we I, said I, at the top. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like we said at the top, every game you play is going to be different. The strategy is yeah. going to be different every time. Yeah, which is amazing in and of itself, yeah. And you know me, I'm a guy that likes decisions in my game, having to make decisions, having to make tough decisions is the best, and I mm-hmm. feel like there are a ton of tough decisions to make. Like you just talked about when to go away, when to be home, which thing to buy, you know, which neighbor to go after, to sway, et cetera. All these, all these things, you know what I mean, uh, are all different forks in well, the there, path, basically. There is some of that with the neighbors, too. I forgot to mention that. It's like uh, where you can tell that your opponent is working on one of the neighbors, and you're just kind of like, all right, I'm not going to focus on that neighbor. I'm going to focus on a different neighbor because, you know, yep. that uh, Pete, Pete's going to get it before I do anyway. So right. that comes up in a lot of games. <clears throat> yep. A lot of games sometimes. I, I just, I love the variety of every time you play, the strategy is going to be different. Mm-hmm. I was going to. When we first started playing this, I was like, oh, this is great because this is like side by side. We're just peacefully building our lawns. It's like patchwork or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Until we started getting better at the game and then we started employing the pests a little bit more. So the mm-hmm. <laughs> the only, uh, yeah. the only I don't know if it's a drawback, but the thing that detracted from it a little bit was you could get into a cycle where it's like, oh, man, I can't get anything going because this guy just keeps, you know, whatever, catapulting yeah. the lawn or like doing whatever. So sometimes right. you get stuff, but that's part of the part of the game is trying to figure out how to get out of those situations. And, exactly. Um, and like I said, there are some. Sometimes the goal is like there's that one neighbor that just loves pests, so you want you actually mm-hmm. want pests in your yard. And there was like yeah. the uh, what's that one card, the dirty dog or whatever that's like digging. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. a that's a pest, but this is the, but this is not to be confused with the dirty dog from last week's episode in <laughs> in Sherlock, uh, in home. No, no, different dirty dog in Sherlock, but different dirty dog. Uh, different dirty dog. <laughs> yeah, that was dirty. Uh, but the the dog is a pest, so it's going to detract from your score. But it also every turn that it's there, it you can take a card out of the trash, which yeah. can be useful because you don't have to pay for it. It's like a free card. 
So yeah. I remember using that one game and being like, oh, I can get a bunch of free stuff. And then you just got to time it right so that you get rid of that dog before the mm-hmm. end of the game so you're not losing those points. So Yeah, you know, yeah. So, I mean, that um, is kind of a, the sign of a, of a good deck builder is like, depending on the cards that you end up taking into your hand, your strategy changes, which is really cool. Um, right. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree. Uh, and, and I'm I was surprised that you liked the game as much as you did, Andrew, because there is kind of like some head to head take that in this game, which I know you don't like. Yeah. But I think the reason that you end up liking it and kind of it speaks to uh, why the game is good is because that that just means that it must be pretty balanced. If, if even you, yeah. someone who does not like a lot of take that uh, enjoys the game, because it's like it, it means that you never felt like. Um, it was heavily weighted in somebody's favor. Well, you know what I mean? That it was... Yes. And also, I could kind of get into a... Uh, the game, you know, it can be short. Uh, some games can go on long, but the game can end pretty quickly. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, set it up again. But also, yeah. just because of the theme of it, it just seems like, you know, if you're really uh, getting on my case with the, your pests or whatever, and I'm not doing so well, you can kind of make jokes and like just be like, um, make up some funny story about your yeah. yard and like how it's overrun with termites or whatever, and, and yeah, you know, it's just kind of it. It just kind of is room to kind of have some yeah. fun with it. It's just the theme gives yeah. it a little bit of levity. You know what I mean? Because you, yes. you're not like uh, in a dungeon. You know what I mean? With and you're and you just got an axe to the head or something like that. You know what I mean? And you're like, Ugh, you know, uh, and, well, as and much yet, as as much as yeah. I love. As much as I love combat type of games, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, you're a huge uh, axe to the head guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I actually do. I like uh, what was that? Uh, oh, jeez, how am I not remembering the uh, the foxes um, game? Oh yeah, 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 Skullcalo. Uh, Skullcalo, right? Of course. I as yeah. I love ga- I, I like games where the stuff. yeah. Right. The objective is just, like, to fight and kill. I actually kind of mm-hmm. do enjoy those games. Maybe it's just because those are the types of mm-hmm. games I played when I was a kid. I don't know. But um, yeah. I, but when you are losing in those types of games, it kind of and you hurts a little yeah. bit more. It's like, uh, you just and you just know, like, uh, it's a matter of time before I'm, I just, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be dead here, you know? Right, um, right, right. Where right. This, one, this one, it's like, uh, whatever, I just have a lawn. You know, I don't really care. You know? mm-hmm. so. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, and even despite all that that levity uh, that that comes with the game, uh, it also feels you know heavy in a way that like after you play the game, you do feel like you. It's not so light that you were just like, oh, right. I kind of forget what I just did. You know what I mean? It does feel like you had a battle against the other person, and you're and you have to take a second after the game to go like, whew, you know, catch my breath, kind of thing. So uh, that speaks to having. Well, some it can be a brain burner because there are a lot. You said there are a lot of hard decisions. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Andrew, uh, we have our scores locked in, our individual scores, but go ahead, let's go ahead and figure out what our uh, our average score here is and see where it falls on our leaderboard. Leaderboard. Okay, we're going to average out the score. Uh, I gave it an 85. You gave it an 84. So, of course, our, our official final score, we're going to say that we are 84.5% sure that two people should play the game Turf War. Oh and, uh, my God, Andrew. That <laughs> means we have yet another three-way tie, Andrew. For the second week in a row, we randomly, <laughs> wow. you know, well, not randomly chose scores, but we chose scores without knowing what the result was going to be based on the other person. Yeah. And right. we have now landed in yet another three-way tie, just like when Holmes, Sherlock, and Mycroft landed us 
uh, in a three-way tie with uh, Le Havre and Linport and Shores of Tripoli. Now our scoring of Turf War has landed it in a three-way tie along with Jaipur and Star Wars X-Wing. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Two big games. Those are two yeah. very big games. Uh, two extremely well-known you know, games with, with, with followings, for sure. Um, yeah. Now, Andrew, uh, as we discussed last week, what we use in this case to figure out where they fall, you know, is uh, it, are the are individual scores. And uh, the bigger individual scores for for either one of us, you know, set it up higher. So this one does fall behind Jaipur and Star Wars X-Wing just because those two each had uh, one of us. In fact, you both times uh, had yeah, a bigger yeah. individual score. You had given Jaipur an 89. You had given Star Wars X-Wing an 87. And so that is that does beat your 85 for this one. Uh, so that does mean that uh, Turf War is going to fall at number 18 on our list. But, Andrew, that's out of 48 games. So, yeah, pretty good. Know? Definitely pretty in the top good. half. And uh, so, like you said, right behind number 16 and 17, Jaipur and Star Wars X-Wing, and right mm-hmm. above number 19, Watergate. Yeah, uh, which is a game I very much points. enjoy. So, yep. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is getting tight. I was going to say, at some point... This whole scoring system is going to fall apart, and we're we're not going to have anything to uh, oh, to differentiate. I don't these, know about but... that. It's going to be we're going to be like, and it has landed us in a ten-way tie again. You know that kind of thing. Is that what you is that what you picture happening? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we'll see. There's going to be no way to figure it out. But I don't know. So far, we're we're doing all right. We'll see, Andrew. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Andrew, you know what I say? Where... I say if that happens. I'm going to play it cool, Andrew. Uh, hey, speaking of speaking cool. Of, speaking of great segues, <laughs> are we cool? Are we cool? Okay, yes. Sweet man, we just knocked that one out of the park. Good job, Pete. Uh, we Clunk. did it again. Great Clock. segue. Clock. Home run. Know what I mean? Just... <laughs> yes. Um, so after playing this game, are we still cool? How many points... Did our friendship go up? We always keep track of our friendship and points. Yep. Um, so what are we thinking? Are we still cool on this one? All right. So um, here's the thing, people. Um, after one of our games here, uh, I was going to say minus three on the cool meter. Okay. Because <laughs> Pete played a card. The, I guess it was the pool, right? And he was able to combo that with some other card. And because sw- the pool allows you to sway a neighbor, and then he w- met the requirements for another neighbor at the same time, so he was able mm-hmm. to sway two neighbors in the same turn. Yeah. Now it very explicitly says in the beginning that you can only sway one neighbor per turn, mm-hmm. right? And so I immediately burst out, "No, no, no! You cannot do that! Yep. No way!" Yeah. And then we looked up that card we should also say that this game has a searchable card database online which you can yeah. look up on their website uh the turf war website and uh, right. so uh which is very handy and that card the pool card says you know yeah you can sway a neighbor even if you are swaying another neighbor on the mm-hmm. same turn thank you so Andrew. i had to be wrong about that one but i almost flipped the table when that yeah. happened um but yeah. then but then later in the night I was able to successfully sway a neighbor 
by uh, Florence, I believe, right? We brought that up. Yep. Uh, and Pete just read the card completely wrong, and mm-hmm. he almost flipped the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I was feeling great after that, after being so correct. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm sure. Even the creator of the game congratulated me on my win and okay. my correct okay. reading of the card. <laughs> so I'm going to say after that one, I was plus three. So wow. my minus three and plus three is going to put me at a net zero points for this game. We I did not see. go up or down. I yeah. see, so because you got a lot. You get, there was a lot of emotion invested in this one, Andrew. I see, Andrew. Oof. Well, I'm gonna break the tie here and say we went up by one point, Andrew. I mean, I think in wow. retrospect, uh, I think you can't deny we had a good time trying to yeah, battling our lawns against each other. So I'd say our friendship, it's in the positive after this one. Okay, good. Uh, you saved us on that one because um, I was just about to have to go be neighbors, or be neighbors. I was gonna have to be friends <laughs> with my neighbor, uh, which I don't want to nope. do because no, no, yeah, that would be right because the they have podcast. released uh, termites into your yard before. You know what I mean? When you were away at work. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> That's right. But I am currently erecting a giant sign on my lawn facing my neighbor's house that says, um, visit our Twitter at 2PlayThatPod and visit our Instagram at 2CanPlayThatGamePodcast. Uh, wow. So hopefully they do that. Wow. Hopefully they do that. Hopefully anybody who sees that sign or even, heck, even listens to that sign like we just did would, would go there and do that. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm also... I'm also installing a, uh, uh, a bullhorn with a pre-recorded message over and over again pointed at their okay. house that says, uh, go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe our show. Go to yeah, Apple Podcasts, because, rate, review, right. and subscribe our show. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, and then I, I'll just chime in. I'll just stand on the corner and just and it kind of explain and be like, well, the reviews really help us, actually, because then more people see it. You know what I mean? And then... <laughs> It raises our right. profile with the algorithm, you know what I mean, and then they'll, right. they'll kind of get it probably at that point. And they're they're like, I, I'm I'm moving, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, un- unfortunately, this is only going to be for people who walk by your lawn, and not for let's say the listeners who are listening right now. Hm, I wish there was a way. Oh well. Right. Oh, oh well. well. Well, as for Too the bad. listeners, I think they should tune in next time, Andrew. That's for sure. Uh, unless they get another friend. Oh, yes. If they get another friend, they can't listen here. They're going to need to tune into a different podcast. It's called Threemium Content. Ooh, okay. You're talking about the podcast where they talk about three-player board games, right, Andrew? And, oddly enough, our Patreon, which is, of course, (laughs) Premium Content. Oh, I see. Yes, Premium Content. Threemium Content. That's Mm -hmm. where they got that name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they cover our Patreon on their podcast, but hey, God bless them. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, good point. I, that Whatever, I'll take it. Hey, I'll take you it. You know. know what I mean? We are we do have the most famous premium content out there, so I, I could see why maybe they want yeah, to cover it. Yeah, they kind of do need to cover, you know, they got to cover what's going on in their Discord. They got to cover our pogs, you know what I mean, that are coming out, but you can get <laughs> a new set once a month, all sorts of stuff like that. Called Slam Our Pogs, called Cover Our Pogs. That's what their segments called. Mm-hmm. They're yep, exactly, exactly. They're you know they're doing running commentary on the game nights that we play with uh, with people at our higher levels. All sorts of stuff you can do there. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, and you know a lot. One of the things that people like most about it is that we don't do shameless self plugs, which is kind of what we're known for. You know, we're kind of known <laughs> for not doing that. Well, we let them plug us. We we never plug our own Patreon right. on our show. 
that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Would never do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. And they, you know what they, I'll plug there, they have a Patreon also where they oh, really? raise money. They raise, they, they're, the only point of their Patreon is to raise money so that they can be part of our Patreon. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?